Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio how's your finger yesterday pretty good yeah, beautiful weather and everything, at least. Like it was in the 60s, nice and yeah. sunny, the pretty good crowd, you know. Yeah, it was weird. It's um, so there's like a like a big sort of outdoor mall, but most of it's just like a giant parking lot with stores around it. And then there's a section of it that's sort of like a walking mall. And so it was back in that section. And like I personally had never been to that section. I usually just like hit the stores by the big parking lot and leave. So uh, that, like, yeah, it was just, it was fun. It was different. I'd do it again. Yeah. 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 We we basically broke even kind of yesterday and we made, we did, we did just over twice our booth. Yeah. Yeah. But our goal usually is to do about three times what our booth fee costs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, and then, you know, helping family move and stuff earlier today, but yeah, no big deal. (laughs) Yes. You've got to move of, uh, Big old uh, nativity scene. Oh yeah, those like four foot tall ceramic wise men and stuff like that. It was a, uh, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about you, man? How's your weekend been? Ah, uh, that's been good. I had to do some birthday shopping for my daughter yesterday. <gasps> Ooh. Anything good? Uh, a bunch of clothes. I spent about two hundred bucks yesterday. Oh, nice. Wow. Congratulations. Yep. Did she get to pick it out or did, are you going to surprise her with it? Well, her birthday is not until the 9th of June. So, <gasps> my oh. birthday's June the 8th. Oh, cool. Pretty close. Yeah. Hey, what, what, what are you, Gemini? I am a Gemini. Gemini yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. No, I'm chaos. <laughs> so, you'll be 25 that day, right? Oh no, I'm I'm an old ass bitch. <laughs> I don't want to be 25 ever again. That was not a good year for me. But then I came around and changed all that, right, babe? Oh Wink. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. <It's> good. <laughs> uh, all right, we ready to talk Ninja Three? <laughs> yeah. Combination. Uh, doesn't want to talk about being 25. Oh, go on, talk about 25, man. No, let's talk about being shit held. Am I going to be 38? Let's see. When I was 25, uh, I was uh, hanging out in China for a month. How about you? When I was 25, <laughs> uh, I got broken up with my first long, in my first long-term relationship. My car got stolen. I got evicted. I lost my job. And my parents got divorced. And my dad blamed me all in the same month. And it went downhill from there. All right, then. How about you, Mike? Oh, wait, are, are you 25 yet? I'll, I'll pass 25. I'll be 38 in November. <laughs> so I'm an old-ass man. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm 41 now. <laughs> yeah, my daughter's one to remind me of my age. She'll say, Daddy's being 37. It's like, oh, oh, thank you, sweetie. <laughs> oh, Steve, we just got yeah. another sign up for the craft show clinic. Oh, nice. We yeah. have two people showing up. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, we've been doing shows of like uh, how to start a podcast and uh, yeah, we've been teaching classes because the yeah. co-op that I joined to get access to the classroom, uh, I get to use it five times a quarter. So gosh darn it, I've already paid for it. I'm going to use it. <laughs> yeah, might as well. Yeah, we're right? doing, doing one next week where uh, Izzy's going to be uh, te- teaching how to set up a booth like for a festival and stuff like that since we're yeah. what about 60 booths in maybe more. How many times have we been in a show? Hundreds. We've done hundreds. We did 42 that one year. Oh, God, you're right. <laughs> yeah, We've at done least 100. Okay. Yeah, we did We did Treasure Fest for four years, 11 uh, months a year. Yeah, that's true. We did oh, Jack of All Trades for two years for 11 months a year. Modestocon. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Fanex, yeah yeah all right yeah plus all the like weird little like hey can you just put your stuff on a table <laughs> yeah, we've literally done hundreds of shows now babe of all sizes <laughs> i like to refer to some of them <laughs> as tours but you know, uh, <laughs> yeah we're gonna teach people how to like you know set up their booths and like maximize their space and yeah you know stuff like that and uh you know nice little side hustle yeah and just like things like hey Wear closed-toed shoes that are possibly waterproof. Check the weather. Bring a snack. Things I have been next to people at shows who completely forgot to do all these things. <laughs> yeah, fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Learn from our mistakes and the mistakes of others. <laughs> yes. That's at the art, uh, local artisan collective.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He is the most feared and powerful warrior. A ninja who breaks from ancient tradition and explodes onto America. Possesses the body of an innocent woman and transforms her into a lethal assassin. Who are you? I want to help her. Only a ninja can destroy a ninja. Her only hope is Yamada, the master ninja who has been sent to destroy him. Where Revenge of the Ninja left off, Ninja 3 begins. An epic struggle of superhuman strength and supernatural forces. Ninja 3, The Domination. Yeah! 
Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing Ninja Live <laughs> <laughs> with 1984's Ninja 3 colon the domination <laughs> oh they're gonna dominate your colon steve run as we have the ninja oh but babe we are not alone for this masterpiece <laughs> oh my god we're not oh nope we have uh we have with us from uh rock solid podcast and superiority complex we have mr michael backford welcome <laughs> yo 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 what's up oh just enjoying canon the canon film group and their many wonderful offerings oh yeah yeah, I've been doing that for a while now, even though there are some pretty horrible canon films out there. Yeah, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> canon only makes pure gold. Have you seen Bolero? Oh, oh yeah, that was canon, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> wait, was Tarzan the Ape Man canon? I don't think so. Yeah, see, it was like right around the same time, but yeah, yeah Bolero, oh man. Uh, the Apple. The roughest fish. Oh, we oh. love the apple. <laughs> the apple is completely nuts. <laughs> Wait, uh, uh, refresh my memory. Doesn't Santa Claus come down in a jacked up flying Rolls Royce at the end of that one? <laughs> no, God. It's God. It's God, but it looks like Santa Claus. Is that, it's is the that guy from Lethal Weapon, too, I think. Diplomatic immunity? <laughs> yeah, and, Sa- and the Santa Claus outfit. Oh, uh, <laughs> fucking fantastic. Oh, anyway, oh, oh. the apple coming soon, guys. We might be doing an '80s musical month. <laughs> what was it we want to do? We want to do a, a Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Yeah, the apple, the, the 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 oh my god, the Prince one under the cherry moon. Oh god damn it! Yes, <laughs> and and I want to do Moonwalker <laughs> <laughs> because I am an nihilist. No, uh, um, no Idlewild. Oh, I think we could throw out a wild in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm looking up a Tarzan the Ape Man. It was produced by Bo Derek. Yeah, directed by her husband, written by a uh, friend of the podcast, Gary Goddard. I don't know if I want to yeah. keep saying that too loud, but <laughs> uh, it says uh, Metro Goldenmeyer is who made it. Oh, MGM? Oh, okay. MGM. And then it was distributed by United Artists. Of course. So that's a full blown, like, Steve, that's a legitimate movie from a legitimate yeah, studio. That's like James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Regularly spoken in the same breath. Uh, but we're not talking about Tarzan the Ape Man this time. We did that last year. Uh, it's Ninja 3 of the Domination. Uh, Michael, do you remember your first time watching this movie? Uh, it was about a couple of years ago when I w- last watched this movie. I've been trying to watch all the canon films. Because there's this other podcast out there that cover all the canon films that have been trying to do that. I don't know if I'm going to do that because there's some really horrible canon films out there, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> and I'm sure some of them are hard to find and stuff now that it's like 40 years old or something. Oh, yeah. How about you, babe? You remember your first time watching this movie? Uh, I believe I watched it with my husband. That sounds about right. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was my first time too. I don't remember. Yeah, we must have been listening to a podcast or something and this movie was brought up and I was like, oh yeah, I remember seeing the cover for that. It looks like a, it looks like a punk rocker chick with a samurai sword or something. (laughs) But then they were uh, talking about the, the epic opening scene and I was, I I was hooked just hearing about it. So, (laughs) okay. Before we get to that. Babe, I don't know about you. I'm a little thirsty. Oh, 
Oh, I'm a little sober, so let's fix this. Uh, which one do you want to do first here? Uh, let's do the top one. Okay. We have from Squatters Brewery in Salt Lake City, Utah, their Chase and Tail Golden Ale. <laughs> <laughs> An English-style summer ale, our premium barley rolls over with domestic and imported golden hops for a delicate bitterness and cold, wet nose. What? Uh, this award winner is a beer that will that you will want to adopt year-round. <laughs> 5% alcohol by volume. Should be noted as a doggo on the front. Yeah. It's a different doggo than the doggo they used to use. They used to use a little scruffy doggo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this one's more of a what, golden retriever, probably? Yeah, totally golden retriever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, gold nail. Yeah, duh. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> and chasing tail, just like the uh, the cop in this movie. Oh, uh, yeah. My top... <laughs> The pool. Nice light straw color. Yeah, beautiful straw color. Has a white foamy head. Lots of very fine bubbles. Ooh, Ooh, it's got almost a banana aroma on it. Like very sweet. Steve's gone in for the sip. Sorry, I'm just like sniffing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot like a that's that um uh, almost that hefeweizen and mouthfeel and stuff too. Yeah, it's almost it almost tastes like a Belgian ale. Yeah. But uh all. yeah, nice yeah. smooth, um little bit of bitterness, but not overpowering by any means. Just, Just kind of a nice, well-balanced beer. I yeah. could drink this beer all day long. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael, are you drinking anything on your end? I'm drinking this fancy drink called a spirit. It says spirit. it's the Ancoa Cola. How fancy. Oh. Sounds French. People pronounce it Sprite, but I don't think that's the correct pronunciation. It's probably Sprite. Well, the... I mean, that's the Americanized version, but if yeah. you... it's and, and then people get it really confused. It's only Sprite if it comes from the Sprite region of France. <laughs> Otherwise, it's... Um... <laughs> Otherwise, it's a sparkling 7-Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's just sparkling pretentiousness. A sparkling Lyman. <laughs> Uh, excellent. All right. Ninja 3, The Domination. From director Sam Furstenberg. Ooh, who's he, Steve? Oh, well, if you really want to get to know him, you can listen to an interview with him on What Were They Thinking podcast. What? They got him a, a few years back, and he sounds amazing. <laughs> um, but he is the director of Revenge of the Ninja. This. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how is Revenge of the Ninja? I there's so many 80s ninja movies we could have picked for this month, but this was the one we had to do. So how's how's Revenge of the Ninja? Revenge of the Ninja is pretty damn good. It's kind of part of this canon trilogy, which is kind of the Shogasuki trilogy. Okay. Where it's uh three of these films have Shogasugi in them, but they have no underlying plot. So and he plays the, a different character every time. So that's like the only thing connecting these ninja movies nice uh, so yeah revenge of the ninja and then this and then of course everybody's favorite break into electric boogaloo yeah yeah yep. american warrior uh avenging force delta three the killing game <laughs> cyborg cop cyborg cop two crisscross spiders two breeding ground coming next week oh my no. and uh quicksand Hmm. Catchy names. You seen any of these? 
think we watched Cyborg Cop actually. We did yeah, watch we did Cyborg that. Cop. Yeah. The the there was like a month we were watching like all the like <laughs> cyborgs, Universal Soldiers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thanks, have, you seen them, <laughs> oh. have you seen American Ninja? Because uh, that is American Warrior. I is believe. that the one that's like like David Dudikoff or something like that? Michael Dudikoff. Michael Dudikoff. Michael. There we go. That's the direction they went in after Shogusugi decided that he didn't want to do any more canon films after that. And so they went in that American Ninja direction. I think it's also called American Warrior as well, because I know Sam Furstenberg did oh, American okay, Ninja. Yeah. All right. So that is the same one. Nice. Oh, uh, yeah. We're going to check those out, babe. <laughs> uh, and this was written by James R. Silk or Silky, maybe S I L K E. Silky. Silk. <laughs> but only if he's from the silk region of france no uh, uh, but he wrote revenge of the ninja sahara this american warrior or american ninja oh king solomon's minds we watched that one with the uh, oh yeah richard chamberlain uh, and Stone. <laughs> we watched the uh the sequel too what was it like oh. the ah uh, yeah and again thanks amazon prime <laughs> Um, and the last one I have listed is, of course, The Barbarians, starring David and Peter Paul. Rough. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> That's a shitty canon film. <laughs> yeah, it was oh. towards the end there, I think, in like 80, 87, 88, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, of course, starring in this movie, the aforementioned Shokasugi as Yamada, a.k.a. The Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a ravishing Lucinda Dickey as Christy. Oh my, Steve would Lucinda that Dickey. <laughs> Dickey that Lucinda. Dickey that Lucinda. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so I was watching her in this movie, and I'm like, how is she not a bigger thing? Right. Because <laughs> she's she's got like Linda Hamilton energy, oh, but yeah. like you know, she should have been in all of the Terminator knockoffs, right? Uh, uh, but of course, everybody's favorite. James Hong as Miyashima. Yes! My hero! Yeah. <laughs> Billy Mays is gone. I needed a new hero. It's James Hong. <laughs> Billy Mays? <laughs> the OxyClean guy? Yes! You've gone too soon. <laughs> I had to do a report on who was my hero for some class that I did not give two shits about. <laughs> And I learned way too much about Billy Mays so that I could write a report because I'm very good at writing bullshit reports. And my teacher had to call my mom and was very worried. And thank God my mom knew what I was up to. And my mom has a good fucking sense of humor. Nancy, thank you. She kept a straight face the whole time and was like, look, she has. It, does he do cocaine on TV or anything? No. Does he use foul language? No. He seems like an excellent role model to me. He's a small business owner. <laughs> he kind of looks like that guy from Home Improvement. <laughs> you guys, if your kids do something really fucking stupid for a report, back him up on it. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, did you ever do a, a report on a hero that was questionable at best? <laughs> uh, no, not really. <laughs> no, 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 just the presidents, like we always had. <laughs> Steve, did you ever do a report on anybody uh, questionable at best? Uh, I mean, I did like a report on like Al Pacino in uh, Survey of Cinema class. Yes, a class that's literally watching movies. 
but you know he was respected this was a like devil's advocate had just come out so he was still like oh yeah three-time academy award nominee and, you know blah 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 he hadn't quite uh gone off the deep end with like any given sunday and <laughs> you know other classics look i'm just gonna say that my report on how billy mays is my hero from 2001 is gonna hold up a hell of a lot better than everybody else's uh why bill cosby's my hero Uh, (laughs) uh, america's dad uh, stop it okay so (laughs) it seems like i hate it when she has a point because it's always a dumb point (laughs) well let's go back to a simpler time 1984 bill the cosby show is the number one show on tv son of a bitch no (laughs) there's there's an actor in the white house <laughs> all good things right no uh so uh anyway uh i watched this movie on amazon prime mike uh, i assume you have like a, a blu-ray of this no i watched it on amazon prime it was a cheap ass too excellent yeah cheap ass oh yeah uh but as soon as that canon films lo- group logo comes up it's like oh we're about to witness gold here guys every time well, <laughs> mark of quality yeah so we see a car uh, apparently pulling up in the middle of the desert at dawn. And it's like, okay, cool. We're about to see some uh, some mobsters bury a body or something like that, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael, do you want to lead us through what happens for the greatest cold open in the yes! movie history? Well, basically, it starts out as this Japanese guy who gets out of the car. And it's about sunrise. And he's going up to a cave. He goes into it and like there's a mysterious rock and it kind of lights up and he opens it up and there is tons of ninja stars and ninja weapons. <laughs> and he grabs a few, puts on a ninja costume, and it cuts to a golf course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah, the the rock or whatever, it's like a giant size version of one of those like Heideki rocks or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. You open it up and like the light emanates from it, but it's got all these weapons and stuff. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, so we see a we see a foursome just you know catching an early tea time there in <laughs> I assume Arizona. I don't know where this is shot exactly, but <laughs> they're just there, you know, having a day. All of a sudden, one of them you know shanks it to the right. <laughs> uh, guys, can you help me find my ball? <laughs> you see a bunch of guys walking around. And one of them wanders over to it, but somebody else found it before him. And it's a ninja. Oh! And he crushes the golf ball in his hand. <laughs> and then commences to whoop some ass. Whoop-ha, whoop-ha. Oh, Jesus. And then, <laughs> God. and then, I don't know, the next 10 minutes is just fucking nuts. You get him like whooping a bunch of asses with roundhouse kicks uh he like blows a blow dart down like the barrel of a pistol and has it backfire <laughs> that's badass right <laughs> oh i love the uh the one guy like hops the golf cart to like drive away <laughs> but of course it only goes like four miles an hour so he, the ninja like runs up and like lifts the back end of it i'm like Oh yeah, that's like the one thing I could probably do. This thing yep. does. <laughs> oh, you can definitely lift the back end of a golf cart. Yeah. I believe in you. <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, it just ends up killing everyone in this foursome. But then, uh, you know, the security <laughs> like walks up and they're like, "Hey, there's a bunch of dead people here. Let's call the real cops." <laughs> and then, and so the cops show up, and the ninja's like running away, like you know. 
you, you would think the ninja would be like, all right, cool. Back to the forest from whence I came and no one will know where I went. Nope. He's just running down the dirt road. <laughs> Cars fall behind him. I'm like, go slightly to the left or the right into the brush and they're not going to find you again. Right. But, you know, it's all part of his plan. I'm sure. <laughs> the way of the ninja is very mysterious. <laughs> but, uh, Steve, there's no left or right, only forward. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, uh, and then and then he like stops and turns around, and like one of the cars coming right at him, but he just kind of like jumping or like rolls up on top of the 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 ceiling or whatever, and just yeah. starts like stabbing down into it. <laughs> And then, yeah, so he kills, like, the two cops in one of the cars, and I swear he was, like, steering with the sword or something after right. that to keep it on the road and then just jump it into the lake or whatever. <laughs> so then, of course, the choppers come in, and he uh, he does the little, with the little rope trick with the tree or whatever, where he, like, throws a rope around and starts climbing it or whatever. And uh, he's, like, hiding, like, in the palms of these palm trees, like the little <laughs> fronds or whatever at the top. I don't know. I don't know the the leaves. You know there, and then the chopper just gets incredibly too close to a tree for probably in general comfort. But uh, of course, the ninja just kind of jumps up, grabs the the landing thingy. You know what it's called, right? No, nobody does. No. A, no. <laughs> what what's it called on those uh those planes? Uh, the the futon or something like that? Uh, pontoon. 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 That's it. <laughs> I don't know uh but yeah he's like hanging from the bottom of this helicopter and they're like <laughs> it like swings himself up and like pulls one of them out and then the, everybody else in there is like hey what are you doing and like trying to shoot at him but he's like shanking him and tossing him out or like throwing a shuriken and hitting the 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 pilot or whatever oh that's right he puts like the one like it is like left foot and throws it with yeah. his foot yeah I'm like, this is the greatest fucking movie ever. God makes me feel Except he forgot one thing. The way of the ninja is not the way of the helicopter as he hops in and like Uh, starts flying. And then like immediately just like banks the left and just fucking plummets (laughs) to the ground. Ninjas aren't trained in helicopters? That's fucking weird. It's like, I should have left the cool pilot alive. So then, uh, then the cops like, you know, they're going around the crash site, like, okay, there's there's no bodies in here. They're all just scattered about the golf course, so we must be around. And you you see like the little reed like going in a lake or whatever, like he's using that for air. And then he just pops up and starts killing more cops. <laughs> he's surrounded by like at least thirty, probably more, and he's just fucking slaying them. And and then they like finally like open fire and start shooting him. <laughs> <laughs> and he like falls to the ground and they're like approaching nope gets up and kills like four more <laughs> and then they really start double tapping <laughs> like thousands of bullets in this guy oh yeah but nope smoke bomb <laughs> and he's gone what and of course all the cops are like up oh, how how is he not dead? I don't know. Search, find him. Like, he's got to be hiding here somewhere, right? And so they all spread out, and then like you see it, the, the uh, shot, like shows them all spreading out, and then it pans into where the smoke bomb went off, and apparently he buried himself in the ground, like right? feet first. 
fucking This way. is going to come back later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, this is the way of the ninja. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut to the movie Flashdance uh, as we see uh, a woman uh, ran the ran that pole. No, uh, no, no, she's a lineman for the county, babe. She's on right. the back road. <laughs> yeah, just climbing that pole, and uh, I don't know. She uh, <laughs> she like hears a noise when she like comes down. And is like, hello, hello, is someone there? Hello, and all of a sudden, ninja. <laughs> <laughs> and they like wrestle a bit uh but then the i don't know I, I guess after wrestling for like 30 seconds the ninja's like well i'm dying oh anyway, it's, it's, you know doesn't say a word or whatever but like offers the, the his katana to her she's like what 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 is this what's this what's this <laughs> so she grabs it they, they both grab it by the uh the, the hilt or whatever is that what you, what you call mm-hmm. it or the handle the hilt or whatever yeah, come on babe you watch seven seasons of forged and fire yeah i know yeah. <laughs> by the way watch how many the- layers do you think that is <laughs> i don't think it was damascus of course not against japanese yeah this guys folded hundreds of what times. i learned from forged and fire is that i know nothing about blades nothing whatsoever <laughs> All right, fine, baby. How many souls do you think are in that sword? Right? <laughs> Isn't that how katanas are forged? The souls of his, yeah. his victims or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, they, they both grab the hilt and then, like, I don't know, have a, a soul transfer or something where they're just like. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, yeah, what's her name? Uh, Christy or whatever. She. Like starts having a flashback, so like seeing the all the cops kill her in the first person, like yeah, angry, angry looks on their face and clow, 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 clow. <laughs> all right, so then we cut to the police station where she's giving her statement or whatever, right. because you know, uh, I'm guessing two thirds of the police force for this uh, metropolitan town have been mowed down on a golf course. Can right? Like, could you describe the guy? I, I I don't know. <laughs> he was in a ninja Dude, outfit. It was Could've Mrs. Swan. He uh, looked like a man. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what that is, just look up SNL. It'll come up. <laughs> Mad TV. <laughs> oh, it was Mad TV. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. She she gives her statement, and of course, all the cops are like giving her uh, giving her shit to like that. Really, you. Uh, <laughs> You fought with the guy. You didn't even see what he looked like. Oh, I killed like 50 of your buddies, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you got a description? <laughs> uh, so they're like, all right, all right. We got off on the wrong foot. Here, can I can I offer you a soda? I don't use soft drinks. <laughs> That's right. She doesn't use soft drinks. <laughs> Which I think is like the low key, like, I want you to think I'm a lesbian because I'm not interested. Oh, no, no. I, I, I think it's just that she's the... She's As we find man? out, she's getting into fitness, and it's not fitness pizza in her mouth. So it's the other kind of. Uh, so she's one of those people who pays to run. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> she. Dude, I'm sure Lucinda Dicka, uh, Lucinda Dicka, Lucinda Dicky to this day runs marathons. Probably the one we had the other day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do detour my path to anyway. Uh, yes. What happens? Oh, yeah. So then the cop starts hitting on her. Uh, what was the cop's name? Like, Sacord. Sacord? Yeah, that's his last name. Oh, yeah, it was like Bobby or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah yeah so officer sicord or whatever is like hey uh why don't you uh when we meet up a little later we can go over your statement oh it's like i'm sorry i don't go out with cops either <laughs> like i don't use soft drinks <laughs> And then we go to the greatest apartment in movie history. Oh my God, this apartment is amazing. This apartment <laughs> is what all guys who date girls who are like kind of broke, but like crafty and like thrift things and pull things out of junkyards, like what they think they have. When in reality, we just have like a broken th- ass three-legged chair and a beanbag. But whatever, bro. Keep thinking this is what we have. This is what I want. I want this apartment, Steve. Yeah. Uh, we'll say open concept studio. Um, yeah, industrial. It's like an industrial basement as opposed to a loft. Oh, true, true. She's got uh, she's got her roommate. They, you know, they have like the couch with the blankets thrown over it, so it's very homey, covering up, you know, where the raccoon gave birth on it. <laughs> the raccoon gave birth, <laughs> and all the the jerry curl stains on the mm-hmm. back, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Not from them, from their boyfriends. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, or from the past owners. From yeah. the past owners, and then uh, get like um. Oh my god, an arcade game. Oh yeah, bouncer. That's yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> and just yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, fun stuff. And uh, so then we find out what I guess her her other day job is, where she's uh, leading a jazzercise class. Oh yeah, fitness instructor. Yeah, so they're they're doing the they're doing the thing like one and two and three, like she a class of like 30, 40 people. Yeah, but in there like ten bucks a head. That's a hell, you know. That's a hell of a class. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, one of them's the cop, uh, Sicord or whatever. He's just like, you know, yeah, I'm just, just here getting my fitness in, you know. <laughs> okay. I'm I, I'm glad most gyms don't have carpet, <laughs> shag carpet oh, like this place Because <laughs> every time it was like panning in the class and they would like pan down to show their legs and show that carpet, I'm like, oh, God, um, the stories I could tell. I, I know what that room <laughs> smells like and I'm not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so after, after the class is over, uh, Christy and Sakura, they're they're talking or whatever. He's like, Oh yeah, I found out some more about this uh, this guy you didn't see. Uh, apparently, he was this Japanese assassin that was called in to kill these guys for some reason. <laughs> and they just like walk out of the gym into like an alley or whatever. I guess is the I don't know if it's the side entrance or the main entrance. It seems to be the main entrance, but like right next to it is like a like a dock for another business. And uh, there's a woman being assaulted by four random dudes. Right? Oh. Gang rape, apparently. Yeah, so uh, Sacord flashes is bad. They badge, they disperse. Roll credits, guys. What do we think of Ninja Three of Domination? Unfortunately, that doesn't happen. Oh, uh, well, what happens? <laughs> well, basically, uh, Miss Ryder tries to break up the situation, and <clears throat> instead of them harassing the woman, now they're harassing her. Oh. <gasps> So now, but she starts to get into a fight with them. And so I guess her ninja skills kick in a little bit because she kind of beats up on these guys. And then Sikord, who could have helped and broke up the situation earlier, decides, hey, I'm going to arrest you for assault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's like 20 people just like watching as she like beats these four dudes down with you know, whatever, whatever environment is at her disposal and stuff. But oh yeah, she she rips a guardrail off of like a stairway and beats a bunch of guys yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah, but then yeah, yeah, he said the cop like takes her away, and the, even the crowd's kind of like, oh, boo. <laughs> boo, 
and then and yeah and he's in his convertible by the oh, way not a cop car yeah 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 and he's like i can't believe you're gonna arrest me he's like no 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 it's not not like that i just wanted to abduct you <laughs> he's like no it's gonna bring you to my neighborhood and have it clean it up all right just take me home or arrest me already <laughs> and then okay then my next note is uh wow reverse psychology really works <laughs> Because he's like, well, fine, fine. I'll just leave, you know, take you home, whatever. I'll never have to see you again. Blah, or some shit like that. And she's like, you know, you're really sexy. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, what are you talking right? about? <laughs> I love it when you play hard to get, Officer Sakura. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, oh, God. we go back to her apartment. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just have written down the decor of the apartment again. How amazing! And uh, she comes out from taking a shower, and I'm like, wow, that was quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, she lets her towel slip down, oh no, revealing her luscious granny panties. Oh mm. my gosh, <laughs> but then, oh, just, just when Steve's biting his lip and getting ready to go. Oh, I'm sorry, on. I'm getting a call. I need to, oh, sorry, one moment, pause. All right. <laughs> Time to time to cool down. Just like I'm downstairs. Hold on, I'm gonna eavesdrop and see if I can find out who she's talking to. All right. I think it's her mom. Oh, it wasn't Sacord trying to hit on her, <laughs> trying that reverse psychology on her. Like, fine, I don't even want to talk to you. Oh, in that case, <laughs> let me let me drop some knowledge on you. Um, my psyche. <laughs> you don't have any V8 in the house, do you? Oh my god, I'll be right back. <laughs> Is it your mother? No, it was Flea. And I oh. sent it the voicemail and she immediately called back. So I just wanted to make sure it wasn't an emergency. Oh, okay. And it's not, she wants to talk, so she says after the pod. All right, sweet. <laughs> you know, just want to make sure it wasn't like, hey, my mom died. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah, usually sending somebody to voicemail, they don't usually immediately call you right back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that. Sorry. Right. So we're, At first, we're, I thought you said flea, and then I thought, like, the basis for the Red Hot Chili Peppers called you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's flea. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, flea. Uh, so, my one of my oldest friends is Felicia, but her mom spelt it wrong, so it looks like Felica. So, we call her <laughs> flea. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so where were we? Oh yeah, the granny panties. <laughs> <laughs> and then just when Steve's about to bust, babe, what happens? What happens, Steve? I don't remember. Oh my god. Okay, she pulls out a nice, cool glass. Oh of god, V8. the V eight. She opens up the can of V eight <sighs> and just pours starts it down her. Like uh, on her throat. Yeah, just like... running down her bosom. Oh, good. And the cop looks as confused as we are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. She's like straddling him and she's stuff like too. And he's like, him. uh, I never fuck on a first date. No. Um <laughs> he's like, uh, can you not get that on my cheetos? Yeah. Oh, I feel like pouring down. He's like, oh fuck, not my pants. <laughs> These are khakis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they uh they of course go straight to pound town because you know, once that VA gets poured, <laughs> oh yeah, all those vitamins and minerals going right to that region. Uh, so then that night, um, they're just lying there, you know, post-coitus and, uh, the wind starts blowing in 
and then the fog rolls in and then the closet starts glowing what okay that last one's a little weird and then the uh the katana inside of the closet unsheaths itself and starts floating towards christy definitely not just dangling on a string <laughs> and <laughs> and she grabs it and it starts glowing and then uh Sikord wakes up like oh what what babe what what's happening Oh, <laughs> huh? what? nothing. I was, I was just uh, powdering my nose. <laughs> and then we cut to the airport. What? What? Why are we here now? And we see uh, an Asian man with an eye patch. He just landed and he's greeted by monks. <laughs> you know, he's like in a business suit, you know, looking right. like a Bond villain with that eye patch and everything. Oh, yeah. And the monks are like, oh, thank you for coming so quickly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> things are going on here in. Did we ever find out what, what city this is in? I don't think so. Yeah. I feel like it's supposed to be like like out in the valley outside of Los Angeles, like, like San Fernando Valley kind of thing. Okay, yeah, it was that, that was the vibe I got. Like, <laughs> like it's like Riverside or somewhere mm-hmm. in Arizona, like yeah, yeah. somewhere in that region. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know the sign for other desert cities? <laughs> out that way. To Redlands. And if yeah. you guys have ever been to Los Angeles, you've seen that sign. <laughs> It's the best side. That one and the one that says La Tuna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, Although La Canada. Well, yeah, La Canada. Is also yeah. So <laughs> they pronounce it La Canada, but it's La Canada. <laughs> <laughs> the LA of Canada, apparently. Uh, See so yeah, what happens. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess after this, uh, the cop guy, uh, Secord. He goes and uh, visits her at work at, you know, a, a site where, you know, she's having her lunch break or whatever after, you know, running them lines. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Sikori, he's mm. he's there with his partner or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, that's my partner. Of, I don't know, old Jinky or whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, sees him and instantly starts having like the kill bill, like, like flashbacks to him like shooting the ninja or whatever with a shotgun but again first person because the ninja's inside of her now oh yeah yeah and then and then she basically just like as soon as they leave she just like hauls ass jumps in the van and drives off and like her uh i don't know her lineman buddy there is like hey where are you going hey come back Then, uh, I don't know, cut to her like at home just just dancing feverishly like, you know, she's a maniac or something. Like she's super high on coke and needs to get the jitters out? Yeah, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) And then then she like gets a call or whatever and she's like, oh yeah, she has like a a giant fucking payphone or something like on one of the walls in her (laughs) house. (laughs) And she's like, hello? Yeah, yeah, I've been feeling weird. No big deal. I just, what? Hello? Yeah. <laughs> no, nothing like that. What? But then the phone goes out. The lights start flashing. The uh, bouncer arcade machine starts to smoke. Oh no! I should have gotten the surge protectors. <laughs> and then she just gets out of the machine. Comes like lasers, just blasting her in the face. <laughs> it's like, wait, what is happening? Yeah, it's and like a the- Pink Floyd concert or something like that. Yeah, she's she's at like the local planetarium about to listen to the dark side of the moon. <laughs> and then uh and then the sword, you know, of course floats out of the closet again and starts like kind of just dancing around her a little bit. And she grabs it and she starts panting heavily. 
<laughs> and then we cut to a van in the desert. <laughs> okay. And we see her, you know, coming out of the van and she goes into that cave where the ninja had his stash and she opens up that hide rock <laughs> and sees this plethora of ninja weapons. So then, yeah, she ninjas up, puts on the little uh, white ninja, excuse me, white ninja outfit and uh, heads on over to uh, Sakord's partner's house where, you know, he's just shooting the shit, have a couple beers, playing pool by himself. You know, no big deal. Mike, what happens? Uh, basically, uh, she sneaks into the house and she starts attacking the cop. Uh, the cop starts throwing like uh, pool balls at her. Uh, she slices some with her sword. She crushes one with her hands and she pretty much uh, attacks the cop and kills him. And then it cuts to the apartment again after that. <laughs> yeah, that morning, uh, she, yeah, she basically wakes up. She has like this big ass bruise on her shoulder. And uh, yeah, I think it was the quarter. I remember if it was the quarter roommate, but it was basically like, oh, yeah, man, you should totally get that checked out. <laughs> It was Sacord because I remember writing this note down. I said Sacord's a hairy bastard because he's got a bunch yes. of back hair. <laughs> I was waiting for the twist at the end. He was a fucking werewolf or something. <laughs> werewolf ninja. Would, would it be completely out of place? Not at all. No. no. <laughs> ninja four, werewolf ninja. <laughs> yeah, guys, I have an idea. And I know Brendan Steer's personal contact information. Uh, we can make this happen. Yes. Werewolf Ninja Cop. <laughs> yeah, she kind yeah. of explains that she's been having blackouts. And uh, basically, she kind of says, like, she feels like she's been taken over because she's having those blackouts. And he pretty much tells her to do something about it. So she goes and has a medical exam. They pretty much say that. She's fine. Her health is fine. The only thing that's abnormal is just a, a large appetite in Japanese culture, but that's that's okay. Yeah, it was like you're basically in perfect health. Hell, if anything, you're too fast and uh, I don't know, your motor skills are too incredible or something like that. But yeah, uh, what happens? Here? Oh, yeah, she's like walking out of the, the doctor's office or something and she runs into this, this guy with two uh two oh, girls she, she gets to the police station to see where the court is oh, oh okay okay and, and then, then that cop then that cop comes out with the two chicks which i wrote down pimp cop yeah which is its own movie pimp cop pimp cop yeah i, I he must have been like leaving the holding cell for the night or whatever just like well sorry i had to arrest you ladies but least i could do is give you a ride back home <laughs> and they're like oh stop <laughs> Like what the fuck? But uh yeah, basically he walks out of there and uh Lucinda like has the flashback where or Christy, sorry, Christy has a flashback where she's like seeing him like you know again unloading a machine gun or whatever on the ninja, like all right, I gotta kill that bastard too. And then uh, you know, I was kind of expecting like, oh okay, yeah, he's gonna like take him to the corner and then uh the real pimp's gonna come by in a Cadillac take her up. Nope, they just go straight to a spa. <laughs> and uh basically you know w within seconds they're like down in their underwear like they're in the hot tub or whatever and then uh and then christy comes out in her little onesie and oh, uh, wow. a little room for one more <laughs> and 
I love how like one of the girls, you know, again, these two girls are like just mm-hmm. macking on this. I, I I don't know, fucking almond brothers looking <laughs> cop, right? And but, but who's this like? Yeah, what kind of place is this? And I'm like, what? You this know what is this what is? Said about? Are you the girl from Champagne and Bullets who's calling on the strip club vibe? Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> I came here to get some drinks and fight off men. I didn't expect a woman to start taking her top off to the shimmy slide. <laughs> Guys, coming soon. I can't hold this movie back anymore. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, then, uh, you know, the other two girls, like, end up leaving or whatever. Or uh, yeah, she, uh, They stay, actually. Oh, that's right. They, like, stay and watch for a yeah. while. Don't well, they? Yeah, like, I want to watch. They yeah, stay and watch right. because consequences ensue. That's right. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, Christy gets down and starts macking on the cop dude. And I'm like, boy of the ninja. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, you know, you, uh, then all of a sudden you see your, her hand on his neck and you get a little poke. <sighs> and, you know, he starts like, oh, what the fuck was that? <laughs> you kinky girl. <laughs> And then uh, she like backhands one of the girls across the chest and it like cuts her across the chest and like taps the other one or no, gets the other one with like a fucking garrot wire or something. Yeah. So it's choking her ass out. <laughs> uh, so yeah, all three of them died. Cause I guess it was like a, like a poisoned fingertip dagger or something. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, it's like yeah, a she, ring or something. Yeah. Yeah. There we are. Yeah. It's like a little ring or something. And then, yeah, she just walks out. And then the eye patch guy comes in like right after, like they must have crossed in the hallway or something. Right? He just kind of looks like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> Ninjas were here. <laughs> Ninja, please. No. But uh, we then cut back to her apartment and she's working out again because she's a maniac, maniac <laughs> on the floor. Wait. Uh, so I, I don't know. She's like trying to like sweat out her demons or something. And uh, Sacord comes in and he's basically like, "Hey, babe, you you okay? You look like you haven't eaten all day. You just been sweating up a storm." I just gotta just try to run the, the demons out of my system. It's cool. I'm super good. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, you've been talking about these issues. I I have a friend who's an Asiatic ex- expert. I'd like you to meet. Taking you to go get Chinese ghost busted. Yeah. We're taking you. You've seen Gremlins, right? Does that come out yet? Okay. We're going to that shop where they bought the Mogwai. Exactly. It is definitely the shop from Gremlins. <laughs> that was my next vote. <laughs> uh, but they're at the shop from Gremlins. Uh, they run into its curator and slash Asiatic expert. <gasps> Lopan himself. Yes. James, James Hong. Hong. <laughs> because who knows more about asiatic culture than a guy from minnesota right <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah basically he's like uh ah your, your friend is uh telling me you're having problems uh i think i can help you so then they like start pulling out some chains and uh, basically tying christy up like it's Fay ray and king kong and uh <laughs> And she's like, what are you doing? This seems a little weird. Why Why are you chaining me up like this? And he's like, yeah, smoke this. <laughs> it just puts like one of those long pipes in her mouth. <laughs> it is the stickiest of the icky. My soul swims in it. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and then, yeah, they start like uh, banging gongs and stuff to call forth the spirits. Uh, the candles turn into flamethrowers. <laughs> and then Christy starts like speaking Japanese saying, cut me loose, cut me loose. <laughs> uh, Mike, what happens from here? Well, like it sounds like she's pretty much possessed uh, because it's like the guy's ninja voice is coming out. At one point, it sounds like a Japanese your mother sucks cocks in hell type of vibe with some of the speech, but she starts breaking the chains and like Sakord has to put rope around her. Like the James Hong starts levitating. Like at one point she like spins around a bunch. Like if you had like a stretch Armstrong and like pulled all the, pulled the arms out all the way and started swinging him around a bunch. It's like, you see this funny dummy, kind of spinning around multiple times it's fantastic yeah. <laughs> and you hear like this yoko ono type screaming and you cannot stop me i am a ninja <laughs> number eight yeah <laughs> yeah and i like how the like ninja what's that and i'm like oh come on even in the 80s man this is the third movie <laughs> No. <laughs> but uh yeah uh james hong or whatever after being like yeah tossed a room like telekinetically or something he's like a ninja only a ninja can destroy a ninja <laughs> and then we cut to uh eye patch uh he's basically assaulting precinct 13 there at the police station like he just kind of walks in or, or I, I thought it was the police station because you know the first people he sees are cops and it's right outside some nondescript building uh, but then we find out it's like the hospital and he's like heading towards the morgue. <laughs> and like, he like walks in the morgue and there's like two orderlies in there, like on their break, like they'd be looking at their phones or whatever nowadays, but I think they were like eating a sandwich or something. And uh, the eye patch assassin guy kind of comes in and they're like, can I help you? And he's just standing there silently and like, motioning like, like here. yeah, like, attack me. And they're just like, look at each other. Like, no, fine. Hey, come okay. over here a second. Hey, check this out. <laughs> All right, buddy. What what do you think you're doing here? <laughs> and uh yeah, he like pulls back one of the 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 tarps or whatever, one of the blankets on the bodies, and it's uh the ninja from the beginning. It's Shokasugi. And uh then he starts no, Sh- the- no Shokasugi is the guy with the eye patch. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I, th- I okay. Obviously, I haven't seen a whole lot of Shokasugi movies, but uh, I thought it was the Sunny Chiba looking guy with the little mustache. Nope, it's Eye Patch guy. Oh, okay, dokie. Well, yeah, there we go. So he he's Yamada. Okay, because does the ninja even have a name? <laughs> no, I just I, I call him Show in my notes. Oh, uh, okay. Nice. Or you can call him Eye Patch or One Eye or. <laughs> Well, yeah, he's, he's eye patching all my notes, so I might just keep that up. But uh, but eye patch starts having a flashback of uh the, the ninja killing his father back when he was a boy, and so now he's like, hmm, this body has been <laughs> the body has been killed, but has the spirit or something. I don't know. He just he, he says this all without saying a word. I don't know. He's just kind of like you know looking down, having that contemplative thought. I don't know. But then he takes the body to the this temple just outside of Santa Barbara. Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's like driving out of the town wherever there's a morgue and they're like oh yeah there's this just giant temple just out in the middle of nowhere no big deal 
and uh <laughs> i think that's all we see on that because then uh uh what's her name christy she goes to like she starts seeing more cops and uh having a flashback was it it was like a party or something she went to and there was like cops uh, everywhere or no they were at the police station so they're at the police station, the station? Where she's just oh, like okay. sitting on his desk right oh yeah. yeah just coming to like visit or whatever and yeah, oh, she, yeah they're because they're all getting ready for the funeral right oh that's it yeah. yeah and she's just like chilling on his desk and it's like why do i feel like the co- a, a detective's girlfriend can't just sit on his desk while everybody else is getting ready for a police funeral <laughs> he's the one answering all the phones while they're right oh well, because they're like well try and make it to the funeral if you can and it's like oh okay this is the bro they just leave behind well especially when there's only like 12 cops in the entire city left right <laughs> god damn but uh but yeah she sees a couple of the cops and starts having the flashbacks again to being gunned down and then uh yeah she goes back to her, her apartment or whatever and it just starts going haywire and there's like this weird laughing and then as everyone down growls like critters are running around like <laughs> Yeah, maybe this is where the like the Yoko Ono noises were coming back again. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. Yeah, and then it, it, she tries like drowning it out with uh, I assume the movie soundtrack or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was the heat <laughs> But then, uh, yeah, she basically just gets sucked into the closet like it's poltergeist. <laughs> All the, the sword like cuts like the sword's like fuck this music and he like. The sword That's destroys true. the stereo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, Ghostbusters, you hacks? <laughs> yeah, so she ends up in the closet, and then we cut to all the cops out there at the uh, the cemetery for the funeral for... Uh, I, I, I mean, there was only one casket there, but there yeah, might as well have been it, 40 or something. They were making it seem like it was just like one officer from their precinct got gunned down yeah. like it's just this one guy it's like no we definitely watched like 40 guys die yeah yeah and then uh, uh Secord or whatever he like i don't know he's like looking around like wandering off or whatever he's like oh man having thoughts here but he like sees the vans parked there okay yeah because she disappears and so i guess he's like looking to see if the ninja or she shows up yeah and then uh yeah, she's uh she's dressed as a ninja for the funeral. <laughs> He's wearing his best plaid shirt, <laughs> yeah. and uh, she starts like swinging around in the trees and like pulls out some arrows. And just as they're about oh, to do yeah. the twenty-one gun salute, <laughs> oh! gets one dude, gets another dude like in the throat, ah, oh! and then. <laughs> Yeah, then everybody's just like, I don't know, like grabbing their guns just blindly, like shooting around the cemetery. And nobody can seem to find her until, uh, I, I don't know, like she jumps down she out jumps of the like tree, a motorcycle like, or something. Yeah. yeah, like into the crowd. And then, yeah, steals one of the motorcycles and drives off. Yeah, it drops like 40 feet or something. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like some gravestones get knocked, like destroyed and. Oh yeah, the one dude like with the nightstick just blah blah <laughs> like oh no, Mr. Kennedy or you know <laughs> yeah they're, they're just like running all through like you know two or three cops at a time just like fighting them and slaying them <laughs> slay queen 
And then they, I, I don't know, she like runs into this like abandoned clubhouse slash mansion or something. I don't know, but it like hasn't been used in 20 years and just, I guess even like half built too. I don't know. Like there was a lot of, yeah. a lot of shit going on with that place, but. Uh, Is it the, the mansion from uh, the bed that eats? Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but Sakord's like horse, like chasing after, her, like Christy, Christy, come back! I know it's you. I saw the van. Da, 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 da. Oh, wait, <laughs> so, yeah, one eye shows up because he starts chasing after Christy, and then they yeah. go into that house. Oh yeah, that's right. I patch there too. Yeah, because uh, like trying to chase him like up the stairs, and she's like throwing all kinds of shit down the stairs. And I'm like, okay, what exactly is in this house? Right. <laughs> like expecting fridges and shit to be thrown down. <laughs> Ninja strength. <laughs> a bed with a child in it or something like no <laughs> but then uh yeah i patch in this this ninja starts fighting and uh, eventually the ninja gets unmasked and he's like oh, a woman <laughs> i was gonna say there was like one badass moment before that happened because like he gets knocked down to the first floor and she's up on the second floor and he jumps up like Super Mario Brothers, like through the second floor onto the second floor. Oh yeah, that's that's fucking badass. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, then the uh, uh, around that time, you know, he gets unmasked or whatever. The cops like it, it, like circled the place, and so they're both like, "Fuck, scram! <laughs> we're not yes. we're not made out of concrete like a, the old ninja was. We can't take a thousand hits, but." <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, Christy or whatever runs off, but I patch just kind of like walks down, like surrenders, <laughs> and of course they're like, get on the ground, so oh, bitch. Is this where we get the flashback as to why I patch wants to kill the ninja? Oh no, that was, oh, that, was that was a while back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. But but basically, when he's like getting surrounded, has all the guns around him. We see uh, Christy in the van just like leaving nonchalantly, like. Going to see Bobby in the veto at some point. Who's the red hair? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Reveals it was Bobby the whole time. Ah! <laughs> yeah, so then uh, the boyfriend guy, uh, Sikord or whatever, uh, he starts like interrogating Eye Patch and <laughs> it's basically like, what's going on here? What, what are you trying to kill all these people or whatever? <laughs> and uh, basically, Eye Patch is like, you know, I didn't do this. You know who did. Get the sword and bring it to me. It's the only way we can stop them. Or something yeah. like that. And then, oh god, that's right. Uh, it, uh, anybody remember how uh, how Eye Patch escapes the police station? I remember he says, "Oh, do not worry about me." Yeah, yeah. They're mm-hmm. taking him to the police station. He's in the back with like a cop. Like he starts coughing. He like fakes a cough, and like a dart appears. So he darts to the cops. I don't know if he kills them or they just fall asleep. He they're asleep because he specifically yeah. says they are just asleep. He, he like pulls the dart like out of his like collar or something. No, his right? eye patch. Oh, his eye his patch. Eye patch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> his, he like reaches in there and pulls it out. I'm like, what the hell? And he's like, <coughs> <laughs> I don't know. They must be a dead child. <laughs> but yeah, he's just like, uh, that's right, because the driver's like, hey, what the what the hell, man? Like, don't worry, they're just sleeping. And then he snaps his neck. No, it's <laughs> but yeah, basically he's free again and like you know goes running off, and then uh Sikord or whatever he gets to the uh, Christie's apartment and he's like got the gun drawn like as he's like 
Babe, hello. <laughs> Anyone <Hi>. here? <laughs> uh, but yeah, he uh, goes to the closet, gets the sword, like pulls it out, and then Christy walks in. It's like, oh, hey, hun, how's it going? <laughs> he's like, you killed him. You killed him, you bitch. And she's like, what, what, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and then uh, he's like, it's okay. It's okay, baby. I patch it. It said he's going to help you. Who the fuck is I patch? <laughs> Don't then you he, worry about that right now. And then he like cuffs her, like, no, put it on the cuffs. Put it on the goddamn cuffs. <laughs> uh, but she's like, nope, gets the sword, and then is like just about to shank his ass and like stops the last second. And then she like runs off and drives off, and you know, whatever. So then we uh we go from I think we go to the temple from here, right? Like uh I believe so. Eye patch yeah. and all the monks are there at the temple doing. I don't know, training for a Bond movie that'll never come. And <laughs> but then uh, we see the van pulling up. Da, 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 and, <laughs> and she uh, just walks into the temple and sees the uh, the body of the ninja. <gasps> and uh, Eyepatch is there and uh, <laughs> she's basically like, can, can you help me, Mr. Eyepatch? Like, uh, I will try. It could be dangerous, though, because, you know, ninja possessions and whatnot they're they're a pretty delicate thing uh, but then yeah then the i, I guess the soul the ninja comes back to the service and they start fighting and uh i don't know i was ever written down stuff like pins glows scares the ninja ghost out of her <laughs> yeah i think she like faints or whatever and then the spirit finally leaves and goes into the body yeah, yeah, it goes into the body of the uh, the the ninja or whatever, the original guy with the the little mustache, <laughs> and then he just kind of like planks up like he's Dracula or something, and then they fight. Ah, yeah, Shokasugi and the ninja. And then there's like it, it just like screeches and like spits a fireball or some shit at him. <laughs> Uh, I was right, like a fireball, like at the monks, because the monks are attacking them with like the little spears and shit. <laughs> By the way, Joe Kazuki and the Ninja sounds like the best morning drive drive team on the radio you've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I guess the Ninja now has even more Ninja powers now that he's a ghost in a zombie body, uh, because he basically just starts controlling the monks and starts having them attack uh, Eye Patch. <laughs> And uh, and there's this whole fight scene like on this like rope set, and I'm like, what exactly are they doing at this monastery or temple or whatever? <laughs> like they're like doing like preparing for World War Three or something. I don't know, but uh, it might just be a discovery zone. Oh, true. Yeah, they get to the top, <laughs> and there's like the little shoot ladder or shoot uh, slide down to the bottom, and they can do it all over again. That'd be pretty yeah. sweet. Wee! down into a pit of balls <laughs> uh but yeah uh, i patch eventually like runs off because like i don't want to kill all these these monks they're good people and then uh, uh the boyfriend guy sacord he comes in and he just sees like all the bodies like on the ground including christy he's like oh, christy christy no and then she's like awake now and so they hug and they exchange i love you's and oh it's just just so touching we then cut to the mountain because uh, uh, Ninja and Shokusugi, they're like r- just r- running out basically where uh, Kirk fought that uh, the Gorlack or whatever there on that one episode. I don't know. 
yeah, there's like a bunch of smoke bombs and shit going off and sword fighting and, and, and eye patches, you know, epic sword fight and eye patches like dangling over the, like by the cliff, like, oh no. And then they like both jump to the high ground somehow. What? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. One like loses the sword and then grabs a chain. So that's a chain versus a katana. I think oh, like Sakord right. and Christy are just like watching the fight. Yeah, they're they're watching like everybody in the crowd. They're like, "Oh, this is pretty fucking sweet." <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, that's right. Christy sees like the the kitana or whatever is like a couple steps away, and she was like, "Oh, cool! I'll go grab it." And so she grabs the sword and then stabs the ninja in the back. <laughs> and then the ninja just starts spinning like a fucking dreidel. <laughs> and drills himself into the mountain I assume back to Japan or something I don't know <laughs> I just like what the hell's happening uh, and if that's not crazy enough then the earth starts quaking my mind was aching <laughs> why was I thinking of you no uh, but, but yeah the, the earth just starts splitting around them and uh like uh eye patch has to like use the grapple hook or something to like yeah. keep from falling in a chasm. Yeah, he puts it into a tree, I think. Yeah, yeah. But then uh as he's like falling, he's like, Oh wait, something's holding on my leg. Oh shit, it's that dead ninja that drilled into the ground. He's holding on my foot now. Uh but eventually uh eye patch uh stabs that ninja in the head. <laughs> Game over. And then he uh and he climbs up his uh, his grappling hook rope and gets to the top, and he's like, it's over now. And just kind of wanders off. Yeah, off to do ninja stuff. <laughs> Excitement, adventure. Ninja craves not these things. <laughs> he just walks away. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Christy and Sakura are just there, and they're like, oh, I love you. And they get a big old kiss, and they're big sloppy all over the nose and face kiss. Oh, 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 oh. Oh. And then, uh, yeah, the ninja's corpse just kind of glows into the afterlife or something. Yeah. Yeah. Roll credits. Yeah. We see uh, Eye Patch walking because it's sunset now <laughs> along the cre- as the credits roll by. And uh, guys, that's Ninja 3, the domination. Mike, what'd you think? I, I thought it was pretty entertaining. Uh, right? it's, definitely one of the, it's definitely one of the better canon films. That opening sequence is pretty badass i must say i don't yeah. know if it's i don't know if it's the best it's definitely not the best out of the free uh shogasugi canon ninja films i think revenge of the ninja is actually better so i would recommend that but this mm. is pretty good i would give this like a seven out of a ten nice how about you babe oh i love this movie yeah. this is like a 10 out of 10 for me this is everything i want in a movie <laughs> yeah we've seen it a couple times now it's super fucking entertaining every time like yes obviously it's not a fantastic movie as far as like story and plot plot or whatever <laughs> but at the same time it is just nuts uh, the fight scenes are actually really decent which with these kind of movies you know sometimes you get the ending battle of masters of the universe sometimes you get <laughs> the opening sequence of this one where there's helicopters and car stunts and you know people lifting up golf carts with one hand like most people can and <laughs> but yeah just i don't know i like I said i i'm surprised lucinda dickey wasn't a bigger thing i'm i'm sure there's a sad 80s hollywood story involved with it but 
Anyway, hit us up, Lucinda. Let us know your side of the story. She's still alive. Hey, you know what? If she's not alive, cut that, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I'd recommend it. It's on Amazon Prime. And and, uh, Mike, with your recommendation, you've basically convinced me, babe, we're watching Revenge of the Ninja tonight. Yeah. Maybe even the first one, too. We we don't have to watch them in order, right? (laughs) Yeah, you definitely don't have to. Perfect. All right, well, that now we're going to take a quick commercial break. Oh, but when we come back, we have more beer, <gasps> fun facts, and what we learn from Ninja 3, The Domination. <gasps> hey, everybody. Are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well, then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Hi, guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we... I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean. And you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't the same. You tried. There's so many podcasts out there. How do I find the one for me? So many podcasts out there are all talk and no Congo. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. Greatest living actor? Nicolas Cage, of course. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. One-liners, plot holes, gratuitous boobies? Fun fact, that's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. See if everything I learned from movies is right for you at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon. Free on all the major podcatchers. Hey, this is Brendan Steer, the director of The Velocipaster, and you're listening to Everything I Learned From Movies. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have ever added in the history of adding. Ooh, she said it. Think about it every week. <laughs> now, babe, I don't know about you, but 
I'm a little thirsty. Well, I'm still a little sober, so let's fix that. Uh, ooh, this will actually help with that a lot. Uh, from Utah Brewing here in Ogden, Utah, we have their Snapdragon Imperial Rice Lager with ginger and lime. Oh my, it's no uh, no Sakura, but it'll do. Yeah, um, I believe 7%. Yeah, 7% alcohol by volume. Uh, Matup? snapdragon top nice and the pool Ooh, beautiful very pale crystal clear beverage like it almost looks like he's just pouring like a like a sprite yeah eh, shout eh, out a sprite has a white foamy head with bubbles that are dissipating quickly bubbles dissipating quickly Ooh, the, i don't know if i love the aroma on this yeah, it's uh, basically weaponized ginger and uh, yeah. alcohol, a little bit and of lime. a little bit of malty background, <laughs> and it's kind of acidic smelling. Yeah, so uh, going in from a sip. And guys, I love ginger, like, more than a friend. Mm. Yeah, it's um, it's a lot like, a, uh, what is it when it's the, like, ginger ale and vodka? Like a, oh, um, like a Moscow a mo- Mule? I thought Moscow was with the whiskey, but yeah. It, no, no, it, Mo- Moscow is with the vodka because Russians and vodka. Oh, duh, we yeah. always make the Kentucky meals because we like That's whiskey right. better. That's right. It's kind of like a Moscow meal where it's just like, yeah, seven or eight percent or whatever, seven uh, percent, I guess, but it's like so dry There's and no, gingery. No backbone to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have the sweetness to kind of complement it like a Moscow mule. Yeah, Moscow mule typically does. But yeah, overall not bad though. Like, yeah, it's a nice little seven percent lager. It's I I drink this over Corona any day. Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, getting the, getting the nasal passages, get that Woo! effervescence. Mm, good stuff. You uh, you still drinking good on your end, Mike? Yeah, still drinking Sprite. Excellent, excellent. All right. Well, would either of you be interested in any fun facts? Only if they're super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. I prefer boring facts that don't interest me at all. Mm, well, then we... you're going to get the show, Mike. <laughs> we, we might have a few of those, I'll, I'll be honest. And, and fuck your interesting tidbits. <laughs> <laughs> don't nobody want that shit. <laughs> all right, guys, Rotten Tomatoes. Mike, what do you think the critics thought of Ninja 3, The Domination? I'll give it a 40. Babe? Oh, I don't think the critics like this movie. I'm going to go with my super generous 17. <laughs> Mike was right on 40% with the credits. Wow. Yeah. Uh, audience was 54, which is surprisingly low. <laughs> These would be 99. Yeah, at least. <laughs> Up there in that uh, Paddington Bear territory or whatever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no budget given, but worldwide gross seven point six million. I mean, maybe it made money. I don't know. <laughs> I think it it probably made money because I know Canon Films usually make money at this point. Yeah, they usually like like two to four million dollar range or whatever, and then yeah, whatever. <clears throat> excuse me, whatever gross it is, they uh, you know, they they used to finance the next four or five movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great documentary. What, what was that? The Electric Boogaloo, the yeah. good and bad times of Canon films or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, well, here we go. This, this was the final entry in the Golden Globus Canon Ninja trilogy. 
uh, with Enter the Ninja 81 and Revenge of the Ninja 83. Uh, but as Mike said, the three films were unrelated in terms of story. So, <laughs> But do they all have ninjas? Yes. Yes. There yeah. you go. Then they're all related in terms of story. <laughs> 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 the story of the ninja is quite complex no uh, look it's just about a ninja okay like i'm pretty sure we've watched movies that talked about ninjas and then didn't even have ninjas in them yeah i'm trying to, i'm sure there's a couple where we've been like wait where's the ninjas in this yeah okay here we go this was the first film of a five picture deal for lucinda dickey who Menahem Golan wanted to make her a star very badly. <laughs> Excellent grammar. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> That's a direct quote from him. I want to make her a star very badly. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> thank you, sir, for adding your own IMDb facts. <laughs> Would you be shocked if the two of them were on making their own IMDb facts for their own movies? Not at all. Not at all. I, I'm all for <laughs> they it. They have their grandson uploading the comments. And then tell them I did this. <laughs> and then tell them I did this. Yes, Grandpa. Oh, right now. Uh, apparently, the other films in the deal were Breakin', Breakin' 2 Electric Boogaloo, Breakin' 3, which was planned but fell apart, and then King Solomon's Mines and its sequel, Alan Quartermain in The Lost City of Gold. That's the one we saw, too. The latter three films didn't happen for her. And, of course, as we know, Sharon Stone starred in those movies. Would Lucinda Dickey be the Sharon Stone of our day? <gasps> oh, my... You mean, oh my god, Lucinda Dickey and that Basic same, Instinct. I, was, I think they're Barbara in the, the same spot right now. <laughs> well, sure, still, still, still cranking out movies. Is she though? Yeah. Is yeah. she though? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> More than Lucinda Dickey. <laughs> well, what could have been, I guess. Uh, let's see. The arcade machine in Christie's apartment is a prototype of the game Bouncer by Entertainment Sciences. Due to financial difficulties, though, the game was never widely released. Oh. I would have played that game. Yeah, right. There was definitely some sort yeah. of like restaurant game that was in our because the layout looked really familiar. There was Tapper, which I think like it had a sponsor. It was sponsored by Budweiser. I think it was similar to that bouncer game that's in the film. Okay, uh, that makes sense. Okay, <laughs> it was called Cooler. It came out around Roadhouse. Oh shit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I'd, that that would be the one I'd want to get for our downstairs. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> throw whip, use a throw whip. Yeah, <laughs> hit the pain don't hurt button. Pain don't hurt. <laughs> Guys, make it happen. All right, uh, Lucinda Dickey only had a week to learn some of the martial arts she had to perform in the film, which completely caught her off guard. <laughs> Wait, I need to learn martial arts for this movie. <laughs> A movie called Ninja? I'm the ninja? Right? I'm sure that's exactly what's... Wait, I'm, I'm going to be the ninja? Oh, Madame Golan's probably like, you know what, fuck it, she's the ninja on this one. We get all American <laughs> audience. Oh my god, the, the, the cop there was like, I don't know if I can do the high kick. Fuck it, she is the ninja now. What? Sh- shouldn't we have Sho Kasugi be the ninja again? No, no, he's bad guy now. Or is he? I don't know, we'll find out. <laughs> Okay, here we go. The theatrical version is actually the reshot ending, which took place months after filming had wrapped in Phoenix. Ha ha! There we go, Phoenix. Uh, Lucinda was in the middle of filming Breakin' when she got the call for the ending to be reshot. Uh, she had to cut her hair short for Breakin', so she had to wear a wig similar to the hairstyle she had during production. 
the kiss at the end with Jordan Bennett, I guess, uh, Sicord or whatever, was also added in which she added in which she personally felt was awkward after everything that happened since the original ending had her killing the black ninja to become a ninja. Okay. That was a lot of words not making a whole lot of sense, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess uh, in the original ending, she <laughs> killed the ninja and became the ninja. I don't know, took on his telekinetic powers or something and then started making out with uh, Sacord. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's best that they reshot it. Yeah, yeah, probably. But that's not really what's important because, guys, what did we learn from Ninja 3, the domination? Uh, Michael, would you like to start us off? Uh, sure. If you look like Lucinda Dickey, I guess you can get away with the... I was I was <laughs> exercised by a bad ninja, so that's why I killed 12 cops. <laughs> yeah, at least. <laughs> How about you, babe? Oh, I mean, I learned that apparently dead ninjas are somehow more powerful than real ninjas, and also ninjas come with tunnel dig technology in their shoes. Nice. I think that's why you're not supposed to wear the. Uh, oh gosh, what are they called? The 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 shoes with the toe. No, no, no. With the ballet shoes. The the ninja shoes that have the toe. They have a special name, and I forget the name. But it's oh. cultural appropriation. But also, they don't want us having their tunnel dig technology. Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, I learned only a ninja can destroy a ninja. And uh, I also learned V8 always gets them wet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guys, is V8 still a thing? It's still around. It's still around. I've picked yeah. us up the fruit-based ones before because regular oh, V8's yeah. nasty as fuck. Yeah, yeah. But, true. like, there was a while there. Like, on road trips, I'll pick one up when it's like... We haven't had a vegetable in several days because we've been driving <laughs> through the desert. Let's drink one of these each. Been driving through the desert on a horse with no name. <laughs> Let's get a V8 out in the rain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, Michael, thank you so much for joining us for this cinematic classic. Um, I understand you're also on podcasts? Uh, yes. I'm currently on the Superiority Complex. Uh, and sometimes I'm on Rock Solid. And sometimes I'm on other podcasts, so <clears throat> you can find that info on Twitter at Michael Bagford. I also post an album a day and other fun stuff, so go check it out. Excellent. And of course, he uh, regularly joins us for our Captain Power watch parties. <gasps> We're uh, now more than halfway through the series. So. Oh, snap. Yeah, every other Saturday, come join us at 5 p.m. Pacific time to watch two episodes of Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future, the ultimate 1987 Canadian live action post-apocalyptic children's show. Babe, uh, are you also on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. It's more than a name. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm on all the social medias at un- Untidy Venus. I have an Etsy shop where I sell my goods and wares at untidyvenus.etsy.com. And now I even have a Patreon at what? Untidy Venus. Come and join us. I post updates. I've got some classes on there. Free to every uh, every PayPal level. I have my sticker of the month club for four bucks a month. You get a sticker. In fact, I got to ship those this next week. Um, and yeah, thanks. Shout out to all my Patreons who, uh, who've joined, including thank you, Andrew, just joined. Woo-hoo, Andrew. Woo! Steve, 
where can we find you? I am everywhere, or at least He's on all the major, <laughs> or at least on all the major podcatchers under everything I learned from movies. But you can also hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I learned from movies. movies. Oh, and on our website, EILFmovies.com. Right. Yeah, you can also like join our newsletter and stuff there. Because guys, we're gonna start sending out a newsletter just to keep everyone up to date on exactly what's happening because. Sometimes things pop up on a few days' notice, but we want to make sure you get to enjoy all the fun stuff that we do. So, yeah, I guess uh, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Michael. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Bye, everybody. Drink plenty of V8. Yeah. Mm-hmm.